Yeah. Welcome to the Start to Be Great podcast. I'm your co-host, Kimmy. And I'm Anna. And if you are anything like us and sick of using fear as an excuse to not truly live your life, then you're in the right spot. We're here to tell you that you don't have to be great in order to start something, but you do have to start to be great. So today we're talking about what's trending. Yeah. We're going to take it back a little bit. We've, uh, we've been focused on some serious shit lately, which yeah. is good. I mean, we both have big goals and, uh, whatnot, but, uh, this one's going to be a little bit more fun, a little bit more casual. Yeah. We're just going to, you know, I think like, why do we have trends? Like what, why do you think that things become popular so fast? Uh, so people don't like to be the only one doing something. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, those experiments they did on us when they were like, Hey, uh, they would tell you, um, uh, ask a question and they'd say, Hey, what is five times five? Um, that's just an example. And you'd you'd be like 25 and everyone, everyone would be like 25. And then they'd ask a harder one. And then you're like, I think it's this. And then only half the people would raise mm-hmm. their hand and be like, they knew what it was and say it. And then you're like, okay, so you're losing confidence in yourself as an mm-hmm. individual at this point. And then they'd ask an even harder one and you're the only one that knows the answer. But now you question whether or not you know the answer. Mm-hmm. And so you'd be like, oh, I don't know it. Cause like you doubt yourself and you want to be like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And so they like, it's, it's crazy because you, you know, I watched a video the other day that was like, crossfitters in like i don't know china or something japan they're like running by uh dining diners sitting outside and everyone just saw that people were running and they're like oh god we should run they're going they're running from something and they like join in because they want to go where everyone else is going like Mm -hmm. we are herd communities like we just Mm -hmm. follow people yeah i think that's a big part of it i think it's crazy that they have people that that's literally their profession is to watch trends and to guess what would be trendy next yeah you know like you have these trending audios on instagram and it's like there are people that are literally like guessing what's going to be trendy next and they put out these reels that's like this is an up-and-coming audio like how the fuck would they know like what's going to be i don't know popular next you know but like that we're that predictable as a society well and it starts young yeah um you remember when you were a teenager did you want to wear the stuff that was unique no not unless someone else was wearing it first you wouldn't Mm -hmm. wear a brand that no one else cool wore yeah or like a look yeah unless that was your thing you know it'd be like i want to be sure but those people that are like bold enough Mm -hmm. to wear the unique clothes Mm -hmm. they're like one percent there's not a lot of them and they're normally picked on for being individuals. Yeah. And so you learn from a young age to not do that if yeah. you want to have friends. Well, I think it's cool. Like you have these people like Rihanna is such a name in fashion right now. Like she's Rihanna? so... Rihanna? In fashion? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. She is. She, 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 me. She's amazing. Um, I think Miley Cyrus is also another one because she had... Um, I, it was a few years ago or whatever. She was one of the first celebrities to wear a mullet. Like, I remember when she cut her hair like that. I'm like, girl, why? But, like, they actually became, I'm like, there's no way mullets are going to be popular. Like, there's no way. And now it's, like, a fucking common occurrence. Like, it's, like, mm-hmm. it's a trend. And I'm like, why is that oh, a trend? Oh, I love a good mullet. I mean, I, <laughs> no. I can't even Not say I like Not on a woman. It. I don't no. like it. I don't like it. I'm all either. about a dude. One time I fell in love with a guy at a bar. I saw him for, like, two seconds. He uh-huh. had a mullet and a mustache. And I was like... That's my soulmate. That's mine. Yeah. <laughs> Is that mine? I'll never see him again. It was in Seattle. <laughs> it's like, I love you. Goodbye. Opportunity okay, lost. I know. 
But yeah, so we're going to talk about things today uh, that we think are trendy and on whether or not we think they are, what, overrated or underrated. Yeah, we're just getting, like, you know, talk about see, see it. And um, if you notice how clear and beautiful my voice sounds right oh now, God. we're also testing out this microphone is basically up my asshole right now. <laughs> like, if you're on YouTube, you can see that it is right in front of my yeah. face. Kimmy's across the room. I'm just kidding. She's I am like, I'm a mile away because apparently <laughs> I am. I, I don't know. The podcast Mike likes my voice more. Yeah, she, it does. So uh, hopefully it's not as jarring when Kimmy talks and we sound similar. Keep yeah. us updated. Thank you. Yeah, please let us know. Thank We're you learning. For the, uh, We're feedback. growing. Yeah. So you want to start with the first one? Yeah. The first one. <laughs> I picked this one and I was like, yeah. <laughs> uh, over or underrated? Liver King. Dude. Dude. <laughs> Overrated. I think it's a very strategic and smart how he did his marketing i mean like you have this dude that's obviously jacked on fucking steroids like, obviously obviously and he's like i got this way purely from eating liver <laughs> and you had people like fucking like that's not like a normal food that's like obviously you have some influence if you're convincing people that that's what they want to do now i will say you know i uh so what is it menudo I don't know. Uh, it's a Mexican, I don't know if it's Mexican or just Spanish, but it's a, a soup and mm. it's with intestines, I believe. But they mm -hmm. also use things like liver and, mm -hmm. and if I'm getting this wrong, don't hate me. But I, at first I was like, ew, because mm -hmm. I didn't grow up culturally eating the other bits of animals. I did. I'm from but, Arkansas. So like... <laughs> that's what we do. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> that was our delicacy. Um... <laughs> oh, you want some liver for dessert? Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. And so, to me, the only heart I ate was an artichoke heart <laughs> with butter. And it I'm was not delicious. sure I've ever eaten a heart. That one's a bit far for me. Yeah. So, um, to me, that was weird. But, like, I know a bunch of people, they're like, oh, like, menudo's great. I love it. And I'm like, oh. And But somebody was talking to me about it. They're like, well, actually, it has a lot of nutrients in it. And so uh -huh. I looked it up, and I was like, oh, shit, it, it really it's does. It's super good for you. And so I... Um, bought one of the supplements i think it was heart and soil mm -hmm. they do vitamins that are made of mm -hmm. uh liver and stuff so you don't have to eat it because like i'm i'm not jumping on that trend but i do agree that like i mean i believe that our ancestors and people like the ancestral stuff like i believe that the whole animal is meant to be consumed and it serves a purpose mm -hmm. and so i like the idea of eating it i just don't want to eat it in liver form <laughs> so i'm cool with a pill but i'm not doing that anymore i just I, think this... how the, the deceit is my thing like you can't like it's like the whole the photoshop thing it's like you're yeah. portraying an image that they don't even look like you know and it's like saying that i got this physique solely from eating liver yeah you'd be real like be like that's yeah. part of my supplementation but like uh, I also do lots of amounts of trend, you know, like it's, you know, I think it's be real. That's, yeah. that's my problem with it is the deceit. I think it shows how stupid our society really is. If you're feeling called out right now for believing that liver King was natty, I don't care. You're dumb. You're that's dumb. obviously not a natural athlete. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. no. Um, so I think it's it's kind of eye-opening to be like, wow, mm -hmm. either he's a really good manipulator and marketer or people are just dumb. Maybe a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Either way, 
I'm glad it got people thinking about like health, but yeah. it's just one of those extreme things. Yeah, for sure. Keeping with the trend of food, I just trend diets in general like, bother me. Yeah. Like Same. we're going to talk about keto, right? <laughs> mm. All right. Uh, I think it's important for you to find a diet and a uh, nutrition plan to follow that works for you specifically. I think yeah. you need to try out the ones that work for you and one that's going to be sustainable for you. So keto, I understand the process of it. I understand why it works. Mm -hmm. I also understand that that is absolutely not sustainable. To, for your body to be in ketosis for that long is not healthy. Whether it works for you or not for fat loss, you have to look at the strain it's putting on your body mm -hmm. and recognize that, yes, you may be losing weight, but that is not a good way to do it. Yeah. That's not, I'm, it's definitely overrated. Like people um, are putting massive amounts of butter in their coffee and you think that's healthy. <laughs> I just, you know, people just want it to be simple and, and, easy. and you know what, um, it does take out options. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the processed foods we do eat needs to come out for mm -hmm. sure. That's like a great easy start for your, if you want to change your yeah, like paleo. Yeah. But any diet that says that if I eat an apple and a banana in a day that I'm wrong and I'm failing is not a diet I support. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, it's too many carbs for the day. I'm like, fuck you, it's an apple. No, I don't know. Mm -mm. I'm a big fruititarian. I mean, I love meat too, but mm. I, don't, I don't support that. I think you need to find what works for your body. See, like my body doesn't digest fruit that well. Like I have mm -hmm. certain fruits that are fine with me, like apples seem to sit pretty well, but like, and, and like the water-based fruits are, oh, are like yeah. all right for me, but like berries, my body does not like them. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you just need to figure out what works for your body and like, yes, jump, jump on the trends if you want, but like expect them to be just that in and out. Like they're like, why would you implement something in your life that's going to be obsolete in a week? Yeah. I, you know, I was uh, hanging out with someone the other day and she was talking to her niece and who's a, a grown woman and she's like, oh yeah, there's like this, it's, it's not whole 30 anymore. She's called it like whole 45 or something. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, so they just changed it. And mm -hmm. she was like, maybe you should try it like to lose some weight. And I'm like, or just stop eating shit and go on a walk every day and pay attention to what you are currently doing and just change it a little bit. Like, it's not hard. It's crazy to me. I mean, I love it because you do, you do training and nutrition. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people that do. And I'm like, y'all are fucking killing it because the need is there. Because mm -hmm. people don't want to do the work and they need someone to hold them accountable. But mm -hmm. I'm like, in my, my head, I'm just like, you guys, it's not that complicated. Mm -hmm. It's just weird. I think it's just, it's crazy. Yeah. Keto. <laughs> no. Mm. What's next? Gentle parenting. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> All right. I'm just going to be controversial for a second. Uh, my mom's a teacher. She mm -hmm. teaches fourth grade. And uh, I have recognized a trend in her for the next, last few years. Like, mm -hmm. I'm saying, like, specifically the last five to eight years. Okay. She... Has been a she's been a teacher. I think she's she's either coming up on thirty or has passed thirty years. She has been she's amazing. Okay. She's there's some people that are born to be teachers and there's some people what that are teachers because it's easy. She does fourth grade, but fourth she's grade. she's taught pre, like kindergarten all the way up to sixth. Like she's okay. done like the whole range. But I right like, currently like she's in grade. fourth. That was fun. I like them. Yeah, that's that's a good age. 
But she has been, I've been watching her and I don't know if she even recognizes this. I think she does. So she's just like, I, she's been doing it a long time. And so I think she's getting burnt out, but specifically the kids suck now, like specifically in the last five to eight years, I have noticed her just be like, these kids are horrible. Yeah. Behavioral. And she was like, the parents are even worse. Yeah. Like dealing with the parents. Like, it's yeah. like. I don't know what has shifted in parenting styles over the years, just because I'm not a parent myself. But like I, I've recognized from watching my mom realize that like the kids nowadays just act different. So what is she doing? She can't do. She can't really do anything. Like, like so, you think it's due to gentle parenting? Because... I think it's due to changing parenting styles. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I like that we're being, you know cognizant of how we're talking to our kids because i mean we all of us have like my parents were horrible to me i got beat every week you know like there was like we all have these stories of how our our parents traumatized us right Right. (laughs) we all have it you know like oh i'm fucked up because my dad did this even if you were like rich and your parents were nice they they weren't around they weren't around you know you went to a school that fed you cocaine and stuff you know like (laughs) i have like i've heard all these stories like oh because i went i went to not a great you know like demographic high school like like yeah. it just was like in the, not the richest of towns like it's just i mean it was a great high school loved it a lot but uh like i definitely didn't come from like a like a, i know i'm keep fixing this um <laughs> like i didn't go to like a private school where like you had different issues than me you know i dealt with yeah. the, the normal the normal the high school cooking. issues you know yeah like that kind of <laughs> shit you know <laughs> someone pulls a knife on me in the bathroom type shit you know like random shit nice <laughs> um we've digressed it's fine but i have (laughs) noticed that the kids now i can't fucking like i can't fucking stand yeah not disciplining i think that's my thing so like gentle parenting yes i'm happy that we're watching how we speak to people and and how we're developing the minds of the youth differently now Mm -hmm. because we're recognizing that there could be better ways to do things but i also don't think that what we're doing right now is as effective like behavior you're creating turds yeah they're assholes (laughs) well yeah so we were talking earlier about um i think this kind of goes in hands in hand with millennials and i think that this is what happens we try and overcorrect what our parents did to us to change Mm -hmm. how we treat our generation like the generation of our kids and so we're but it's like over it's too much so now there's so now there's not any discipline Mm -hmm. Um, cause you're worried that if you take their phone away, they're going to get depressed and slit their wrists or mm-hmm. like start cutting or, or do drugs. And they're like, yeah, that's normal kid shit. Like, I mean, not the slitting wrist, oh but, but like, <laughs> oh my God, but like the, like acting out when they are getting yeah. disciplined, that's normal. Um, you can't just not do it because they're going, you know, like, it's just, you're, it's, it's a, not a good cycle to be in. Um, but I think that that also ties into millennials acting that way themselves and not doing things that they want to do because they don't want it and it's not happy for them anymore. Oh my gosh, we were were talking about that. We can jump down to that one. Yeah. We have have cutoff culture on this list. Yeah. Because I was kind of ranting this morning about it. Well, I think those are the people that are raising these, these children. Yeah. And so they're doing it themselves and then they're teaching it to their kids. So talking about cutoff culture... My thing, what I mean by that is we, I feel like we live in a generation right now where we're doing all things in air quote for our mental health, which I think it's amazing to, to check in with yourself and recognize that you're healthy mentally. But like we have these 
if it's not serving me, it doesn't belong in my life type mm-hmm. mentalities. And for some things, yeah, I, I think that's that's a good way to go. But I also think that we are in this kind of cycle where we're like, we don't want to do we don't want to do what's hard. We don't want to to fix things. We don't want to try to put work into things to make them work. You yeah. know, like if I have somebody that said something to me that I didn't agree with, oh, they're toxic. I cut them out of my life right. instead of being like, hey, I disagree with you. That doesn't mean I like don't like you as a person, but like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna agree with you on this topic. And I feel yeah. like we don't have that anymore. I feel like we are in a. It's like, it's definitely more rare. Yeah. Like people are just quick to cut ties. Um, I think it's, I think it's like finding your boundaries mm-hmm. and it's like, we're just trying to speed it up and figure it all out now. And it's like, no, you have to invest in things mm-hmm. yourself, your family your friends, your spouse, mm-hmm. your children. Like you have to invest in those things and it takes time and people are like, oh, well, it's not where I want it to be. So this must not be the right person next. And it's like, dude. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about increasing like divorce rates. Yeah. Yeah, I, they're only gonna get worse. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't foresee it getting better, because now most people don't have anyone to even look at that had a like. At least our grandparents were like the last generation of you know because we're we're both technically millennials, mm-hmm. even though we're almost a decade apart. But like, I think it goes up to like forty almost. Yeah. And so from like, what, 25 or to 40 is the age mm-hmm. range. So our grandparents were the last generation of marriages that like made it. Mm-hmm. Like those are the people that made a 50-year marriage work. Yeah. And a lot of people, like those people are gone for mm-hmm. a lot. And it's like, then their parents lost it and now we're losing it. And then we're teaching it to our kids. It's just, yeah. No, it's... I remember. So my parents got divorced when I was very young, like one. Like I was I, three. Like I don't remember yeah. at all. But I was the weird one in my elementary school. There was me and one other kid when from I was in third family. to fifth grade from a divorced family. Like yeah. it was not normal. And now it's like, I'm like, oh, your parents are still together? Congrats. <laughs> like you must have That's a great. happy, <laughs> happy childhood. What's you know? that like? Yeah. So like, but I remember being, you know, the minority in that, you you know, I remember like people being like, oh, like you you have to go to your dad's this weekend, you know, like it was like a taboo kind of yeah. thing. And now it's like, I don't like that. No, I, I say it's overrated to get divorced <laughs> <laughs> unless it's something really bad. Then it's, you know, it's I, bad. yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying you should stay with somebody that's not meant to be like, I, I recognize that there's reasons for divorce. Like my mom and dad should not be together. They do. They, they I'm happy that they chose themselves in that, you know, yeah. and they, they, they did that because I don't think they'd be happy together. But I think, I mean, I, I mean, I sound like I'm talking about parenting and divorce, neither of which I, I have, I've never been married and I don't have any kids. So it's like, I, I have an opinion. That's all right. You're allowed to have an opinion. This is but I just think like, I just think like it, it's easy to get divorced. You know, it's it easy is. to make that decision of, okay, we're not getting along. Goodbye. You know? Yeah. I don't know. For some. I mean, some people are staying in marriage because that's the easier situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I can see that too. They're like, well, I got kids and I don't want to. So I don't, I also think the stay together for the kids thing is overrated. Oh, yeah. I think that we should fucking have to sit in a room with our spouse and stare at them until we solve our problems <laughs> <laughs> just like make yourself figure it out like t- like hash it out like if y'all have to scream at each other and then like you know how like you scream and fight 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 fight, fight and then you like feel good almost like after you cry you're like mm. oh, 
I got it all out. Like, fuck, maybe you need it. I don't know. I'm not a therapist. Don't take this as an advice. Yeah. But, um. I don't know how I'd feel about that. I don't think that it's healthy. I'm just saying, like, maybe you need to, like, work through things, like, head on. Yeah, I mean, it, pe- I was saying it earlier. I feel day. like people, like, when something's broke, they just buy a new one. Yeah. You know, you don't try to fix things anymore. And I feel like that's the same with, like, material things and relationships right now. Yeah. I think, um, I don't know. I think there's a solution to problems. And I don't think people, people get, I, it's, I get it because it's, it's heavy. It's like, that's your whole life. It's way, it weighs on you. Mm-hmm. But what's going to weigh on you on the other side? Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. Either way. Not good. We got, we got deeper in that than I expected. Mm. Let's get out of it. What's next? Uh, entrepreneurship. Oh, I feel like it's very trendy for people to be their own business owners right now. It is. I mean, you and I are both uh, business owners. (laughs) uh, Overrated, just so you know. I I don't think... I'm okay. I don't know. Because I feel like me saying this goes against kind of what we're what we're normally branded you know like we're all about do yourself and like you know do the hard stuff and and make big goals and obtain obtain them but i'm about to say like i do not think even slightly it's bad to work for somebody no it's necessary i don't think everybody's supposed to own something no it wouldn't work if we all own our own business i love working for people i love supporting something like like a company that i Think has good morals good values good everything like i like working for a company yes i own my own thing right now but i'm realizing how much stress um it is to own something and like i can see where you need that supporting role a lot. yeah so yeah i think it's really trendy for people to like start their own shit right now it is it's been like that probably for like a decade i feel like mm-hmm. um but and you know what it's I feel like, it, I don't think this is off brand for what we normally talk about. Because here's the thing. We're not sitting here saying, hey, everyone, like, if you're not happy, do the hard shit and start your business. We're saying, hey, if you hate your fucking job, maybe don't work there anymore. Maybe mm-hmm. you need to find something else. Like, maybe that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Maybe mm-hmm. um, it's a different business. Maybe it's the same job, different company. Maybe, you know, like, or... Or something else. Maybe it's something in your personal life that makes you happier. So when you go into work, you're not a dick. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is for you. But the whole point is, is like figure that out. It doesn't mean you have to start a business. Like if you don't have a desire to do that, then don't. Because it's a lot more work than uh, it seems. And it, it's not glamorous for a long time. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I know people that own businesses and that have for a while and they're like, yeah, I don't ever get to go on vacation because I can't leave Mm -hmm. because I'm not big enough to like, I I can't hire someone to run it while I'm gone. So like, I can't take time off. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that sucks. Like I, I'm going to be kind of like stuck in this situation until I'm making enough money to afford to hire someone to Mm -hmm. run it while I'm gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I don't know when that's going to be. I have ideas, but like, Mm uh, yeah, definitely trending. All right, we're going to bring it back a little bit and do milk alternatives. Oh, my God. <laughs> Something that Anna is apparently very passionate about. Dude, I want real milk. I love almond milk. I'm an almond milk bitch. It's so weird to me that we have so many milks. I just imagine, you know, like... You, like Milking a little, and a almond? Little, a little nut with, like, little udders. Like, that's what I imagine. Every time I think of almond milk, I'm like, man, how long it would have taken to milk those tiny little nuts. So, you know what? When I was uh like 13ish, my best friend's dad 
was the first person I ever knew of to drink soy milk. Yeah. The silk. Remember that? Mm -hmm. the, the little carton. Um, or what is it? Half gallon. Mm -hmm. um, and he always was like, oh, do you guys want soy milk? And we're like, no. And he's like, it's healthier. And I'm like, not no. For not for men. Mm -hmm. That was in like the early 2000s. And that was like when it was just starting to pick up. And now when I go, I don't go and get milk often at like a coffee shop, like in my coffee, mm -hmm. that often. But when I do, like whole milk or half and half is like the last thing that's offered to me. They're like, do you want oat milk? Do you want soy milk? Do you want almond milk? Do you want coconut milk? Mm -hmm. What other milks are there? Um, I don't even know. I think I've seen, is there macadamia nut milk? Probably. <laughs> All the milks. I just want it from a cow, maybe a goat. Because that's pretty good, too. Mm. Yeah, I don't see like I that's the last thing I would pick would be like mm. a normal like a dairy based milk. Mm. I, would, I would do almond um, milk before anything. And then I would go to oat if I'm being high carb that day. Mm. Uh, yeah, oat milk is the only one that I think actually has tasted good because mm. I have tried it. I've tried them all. I don't like the taste of any of them. Mm. Um, I just like I grew up on I'm a two percent gal. Yeah, and I like but it. But other people think it's weird that you're still like, you know, you're drinking milk from another mother. You know? <laughs> from another mother? You know, like <laughs> technically, like, you know, like. The cows are all my mother. <laughs> <laughs> I love the cows. Uh, when I was in boot camp, so I went to boot camp, Paris Island, South Carolina. Um, I was there all summer. Mm -hmm. It's hot as shit down there. Yeah. Every morning that we went to the chow hall, which was not every morning because sometimes we were in the field, but every morning we went to the chow hall. I had milk with breakfast no. and they're like, dude, we're going to go drill today on the black top and it's a black flag, which means it's hot as shit. You might pass out. And they're like, why are you drinking milk? They have Gatorade. Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm good. This I'm drinking milk. And they're like, you're crazy. And I, I never threw up. I never passed out. I had like, no dehydration problems. It was I, good. I'm getting a little nauseous now because I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking, man, I'm working out, you know, in the heat all day doing whatever the fuck you're doing out in the heat and you come in and you grab a glass of milk <laughs> and i'm like oh like i'm literally like <laughs> i'm like the thought of that makes me want to actually die okay i was 18 i don't drink glasses of milk anymore <laughs> but i do love milk with my protein shakes and in my cereal i like milk and cereal but i mean and i will drink it afterwards give me from a nut Ew. Like, <laughs> she only wants nut milk. I love nut milk. I really do. Gross. Cashew overrated. Milk, cashew milk is good. Oh, no. Fuck nut milk. No. <laughs> you know what's overrated is fucking like, why you drink? Like, I'm sorry. You're supposed All right. We'll get passionate here. You're supposed to be lactose intolerant. Like, you're supposed to, like, the reason why animals, like, you don't have, like, dogs that are still drinking milk once they're out of puppy stage because you're supposed to lose that tolerance of that enzyme you're supposed to like it would be normal to be lactose intolerant but i feel like we continue to drink milk past infancy why it tastes good i know i'm just saying like i don't <laughs> think it's weird for your body to be like nah you're not a baby anymore stop drinking milk i I see what you're saying. Mm -hmm. I still like my. Milk I mean, I think it's great. I mean, I think I think it's <laughs> awesome. It's got you know good. It's fortified with lots of shit that you're supposed to, like. It's awesome, cool. Yeah. But you know, like you can get all that that calcium and all that other stuff from from normal foods. Yeah. I feel like we should we should uh, milk is overrated. Fighting. Oh. 
Pause this video. We're going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next. All right. Uh, Wim Hof breathing. I don't even know what this is. Please. What? What is Wim Hof breathing? You don't know who Wim Hof is? No. Oh, my God. I didn't know that you didn't know who that was. <laughs> okay. Please he's, describe. He's the guy that goes... <sighs> and he, like... Make sure hyper. I wonder what that sounds like. I to bet you guys. that sounded lovely in your ears. Hopefully, when you heard Wim Hof, if you knew what it meant, you fucking shielded yourself. Because <laughs> what what is the breathing for? What's it's the like purpose? a type of like meditation and like reconnection into like. I want to try it. One hundred percent. Because I mean, we went to that breathing. You so Anna for my birthday bought me uh, this breathing class, a breathwork class. Yeah, because yeah. I, I wanted to try it. Like I'd never tried it. I don't know if we've talked Wim about Hoff this already. Is the but extreme version of what we did. I would love to do an extreme version because I don't think I got enough out of it. I was too busy focusing on the man on the mat next to me howling. <laughs> okay, so funny. I walk in. I walk into this this class, right? And I'm excited. Anna's coming with me. She has taken one before. I've never taken one. And I was like, I'm really like this is foo foo even for me. And I'm like, I. I'm going to give it my full effort. I'm going to try, right? Yeah. And so I'm setting up on my little yoga mat. I'm getting my little soft things. I'm getting comfy. I'm like, okay, we're about to we're about to break some barriers in this mind. Yeah. And the guy that sits on the mat next to me, I'm like, okay, he looks like a normal dude. Like, we're, we're good. We're good. We're chilling. The classwork starts. I'm talking two minutes in. This man is in it. Like, he is fully, like, like invested. And then this man howls. <laughs> I'm talking like, oh, oh. Like yeah, wow, I'm legit. I'm like, how do I not bust out laughing right now? I like, was on the I... other side of you, and I just remember thinking, oh my god, Anna, hold your shit together, because if I started like giggling, you would have heard me. I would have, <laughs> I would have lost it. I was holding every amount of like self discipline that I had was like, do not laugh right now. That's so funny. Um. So what? How is so Wim Hof is like an extreme version of that? I am not a fan of it. So they tell you like it's a good practice. It's like along the lines of like journaling, uh, the ice baths, the uh, meditation. It's just it's in that kind of realm, and I just prefer like a slow like box breathing, like five deep breaths in through your nose, holding it, and then breathing out through your mouth. I just prefer more of like the yoga, like calm breath mm. versus this guy. He is like the the original like ice bath guy. Like he goes in, he, it's just, it's oh. like liver king. It's like, it's just intense. I think it's just, for the average person, I'm just, I think it's overrated. So it says, put in the simplest of terms, the Wim Hof method is a way to keep your body and mind in its optimal natural state. For most of our evolutionary history, a merciless natural environment automatically did this for us. Sub-zero temperatures, howling winds, and hungry wolves kept our muscles and veins supple and our minds sharp and clear. Ew, Fast shuffle. forward to today and phones are exhausting our brains while the rest of our body wastes away as we sit in toasty rooms strapped to our, strapped to our chairs. Doing nothing. I think supple is about as gross as people think moist. Is. I like supple and moist. They both feel really good in my. I like supple. a supple moist something. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's we're, gonna get cropped out. We're not making that a thing. <laughs> oh, that's, that's getting cropped out. You heard that? Kimmy wants a supple moist something. So he so. Kate. Three powerful pillars are the Wim Hof method, breathing, cold therapy, and commitment. But the breathing one says we're always breathing, yet we're mostly unaware of its tremendous potential. Heightened oxygen levels hold a treasure trove of benefits, and the specialized breathing technique of the Wim Hof method unearths them all. 
It's apparently supposed to give you more energy, reduce your stress, and be augmented immune response. Now, I will say that I think people don't know how to breathe, myself included, um, which is why I like the breathwork classes. Mm. They're more about calmness. Mm-hmm. And you do focus on your like your belly breathing and your like lung breath, like because we don't breathe, we breathe from like our throat. We don't even breathe fully, you know. And I I tell like people all the time when they're stressed out, I'm like just take a few deep breaths, yeah, like good ones. And I feel like we could all work on breathing, but I think Wim Hof is just overrated. I think breath work is underrated, and the fact that I didn't even know what Wim Hof was, I think it's underrated. I think you're wrong. <laughs> Try it. Let me know. Oh, I will. I will. Maybe I'll be howling. Who knows? Oh, God. Uh, the next one not is going, uh, not going. fasting. How do you feel about fasting? So I've read an entire book about intermittent fasting. It's called um, Fast This Way or something. I can't remember. Like, it was recommended to me by a friend, Sam. Thank you. Um, and it talked about it. And I could see the benefits of it. Um, and I think like we were talking about earlier, you just have to figure out what works for your body. You know, like I understand like when you are in a fasting state, how that changes the science in your body and how you're digesting things. And I can see how it's like a good thing. I think that people like fast, like intermittent fasting, if you're doing that, like if you're just not eating all day and then you have fast food, you know, that's where I have the problem. Like you just destroy Like, yes, you're going to lose weight because you're in a caloric deficit. You know, that's why it's working for you. It's not because you're fasting. It's not because (laughs) you have anything to do with that. It's literally like you're eating, even if you don't eat shit, but you're just like, yes, you're losing weight because you're eating less, you know, like I just don't like the binging and like intermittent fasting. Like if you're fasting all day and then you binge for three hours, like your body can only hold like it can only absorb nutrients as like as much as it can you know how long like your digestion is how much it can absorb while it's stuck in your small intestine that's your absorption rate it's going to only absorb so much you know everything else is either wasted or it the calories get turned to fat like like it's like I, I like fasting if you do it correctly i I think people just every day yeah when i sleep yeah I well, that's what breakfast is supposed to be. It's literally break fast. Yeah, like you're supposed to introduce calories at the beginning of the day for a reason. Like yeah. I, I do recognize the you know benefits of fasting, but I think generally speaking, it's overrated mm-hmm. because going back to fad diets, mm-hmm. I think that just eating better is not as complicated as people uh, make it. Like. If you find yourself snacking on junk Mm -hmm. when you're working from home, stop buying junk. Mm -hmm. That period. I don't eat a lot of shit because I don't buy shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like the worst thing that I snack on is my kid has the, um, those like Ritz cheese crackers Mm -hmm. and like I'll eat those. Mm -hmm. Oh no. You know, like, but I, Mm -hmm. I don't have like a bunch of chips and cookies and crap that I have. Like I have to cook food or like make like a sandwich or something. Um, and so I think it's overrated, but also on the other hand, it's like, I think a lot of people could benefit from, um, from probably doing that if that's the only way. But I see, I'm hangry when I don't eat and I don't want to live my life being addicted people. Um, I think, okay, I, I think we're, we just stumbled onto another one. I think the excuse of hangry Oh. Is fucking overrated and everybody fucking does it. I'm like, okay, you're hungry. Yeah. Doesn't give you an excuse to be a dick. 
That's why I don't I make, think, that's why I don't allow myself to be hungry because yeah. I, I, it's not, I'm not a, I'm not an outright dick, but I'm mm-hmm. impatient when I'm hungry because mm-hmm. all I can think about, I go like tunnel vision towards food. Yeah. So I, it's not that I'm being a dick, but I don't like who I am when I'm that hungry. And so yeah. I would never do that on purpose. Yeah. You know I, I think, mean? I think I'm sensitive to, to this one just because of the bodybuilding world. Like yeah. you are intentionally hungry, you know, like you can't get to those extreme levels without being in a caloric deficit you're going to be hungry you're going to yeah. be like that and it's like people are like oh they're in prep like give as like that's an excuse for them to be an asshole yeah and no. it's like no one you're doing this on, on your purpose. own on you purpose choose you're, you're choosing to do this so like <laughs> fucking get over it but also like how luxurious is it to be you know hungry for a purpose you know like there are people that are hungry because that is their only option they don't have food yeah like you're choosing to be hungry you're choosing to be like this or like okay like so like people not in prep like if you're I think you can recognize like I feel like that's a lack of self-control that's a lack of like emotional intelligence is yeah. to like take it out on other people because you're hungry well and if you like for example if you don't ever put yourself in that situation it's something that you're not used to so mm-hmm. you don't practice it Mm-hmm. If you like, I know a lot of people that do like intermittent fasting, and they're normal people because mm-hmm. they do it all the time. They are used to their lack of impatience or their, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I literally like. Have you ever heard me say the words "I'm hungry"? Like, it's very rare. Very rare. Because I fucking eat when I want to eat. Yeah. And I don't let myself get in that stage. I like and, that. And um, so I think that yeah, like if you don't, if you ever catch me and it's like been like. A long like I'll just I'm just gonna be but I'm never in that situation so yeah. it's like I don't yeah so I'm not good at doing it only yet. when our schedules get like super mixed up and we were like stuck somewhere for longer than we expected I like you, you'll start to get hungry and I'll see it and I'm just like oh dude we need to get to <laughs> I'm like because I'm used to being hungry I've prepped enough that I'm like I'm good at being hungry that's that's a skill of mine that yeah. I practiced is I'm very good at being hungry yeah um it's worse for me than lack of sleep. Like, I would rather be tired. I can push through being tired and get shit done. Mm-hmm. But with hunger, like, I just, I don't ever do that to myself. Mm-hmm. I like the, and, and it, I honestly, I think, like, fasting depends on your goals. Yeah. Because um, I know when I was, like, working at the hospital overnight, I was trying to build. I was, like, growing muscle and I was trying to gain weight. And if I didn't eat every hour or so, even just a little nibble of something, my body would go into fasting mode because it was supposed to be sleeping and not eating. Mm -hmm. And then I couldn't eat the rest of my 12-hour shift, but I was still hungry because I didn't, like, eat the rest of the day because I was sleeping or whatever, you know? So, like, it was not – so you have to, like, pay attention to what your goals are, too. Like, if you're trying to grow, like, I don't know a lot of people that (laughs) – it's for a diet, for sure. Yeah. I don't know. How do you feel about Bitcoin? Overrated, man. Oh my god. I'm I'm against everything digital except for Google calendars. Oh my gosh, I love <laughs> watching this transition uh, in oh, you. I hate it. Yeah, she shares docs with me a lot. Yeah. Like like I love. You're it. reading a doc I created for you. Yes, and I am. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I, I my thing is like what's crazy to me is how fast this kind of stuff is is growing. Like it, you remember Dogecoin? Mm-hmm. It blew up overnight. 
I missed it. I, I wasn't literally even paying attention. I woke up one time and I was like, "Wait, what? What are we? What are these doggy coins? Like, I'm so like I'm so <laughs> it's I'm, a corgi. like I'm so confused <laughs> right now. I was like, why are people putting actual money in this? My my brother included did this, and I was just like, yeah. I was like, okay, wait, do I need to buy this? Like, I, like I was like, it was it was overwhelming to me. I was like, am I like missing out on something? I know. I was and, like, is this the next Amazon not, or like Microsoft, like Apple? Do I need? To I was invest? and now yeah. like it's like not even a thing. And I, but I think like trends like that like people lost a lot of money in that people also gained a lot of money they did if you were lucky smart or smart it. i yeah, don't know some don't... people weren't smart and they just got lucky yeah uh yeah i'm i'm a what is it called when you like things the way they are <laughs> I, don't, I don't know i don't know like traditionalist mm. or like the you know i like i like regular money mm-hmm I think you're just adverse to change a lot. I love change, though. Yeah. But it depends on what it is. I, I think I view it from, like, an overall point. Like, I, think I don't... I see just, the negatives you're, of you're it. You're, like, a skeptic, though. Oh, like, yeah. once you know it's, like, a good thing, you'll be on board. But, like, you're not one to fall for trends like this because... You're like, I want to I wanna do my own research. I want to, like, see what this is first, yeah. you know? Well, I just... I, I li I'm a realist mm -hmm. and the thing is is with the wrong people in control mm -hmm. of electric electric electronic e-money what do you call it digital money mm -hmm. digital currency mm -hmm. with the right people it could be good but we're not gonna have the right people like the right people aren't in charge of shit in this world mm -hmm. so like how, it's just not safe I don't think it's smart yeah I'm not a fan because people are gonna get fucked over hard how do we feel about influencers? Oh, you want to talk about us? <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about, so there's, there's multiple layers of this that I think over versus underrated. So an influencer being like a person of presence in a digital platform, correct? Is that what like we're, yeah. we're saying is an influencer? Yeah. My thing is what I love about influencers is how you can, anybody, anybody can be one. Yeah. Like, you don't need an education. You don't need a lot of money. You don't need anything. You have you people that, like, you just need to be different. You just yeah. need to be somebody that that gravitates people. Yeah. You know? Like, I, what I love about influencers is how it's changing what the definition of success is. You know? Like, you have these fourth... Like, my mom tells me all these time about these fourth graders that are coming in and bringing these, like, TikTok dances. Or, oh, they're, yeah. or they're bringing in, like, oh, I, I watched this person on live stream doing Minecraft last night. You know? Like... For four hours. For four, no, like, people are watching you do random shit. And you yeah. can get paid for it. And that is successful. You have these people that have 100,000 followers on Instagram. And they say that they like one thing from Amazon. And they make thousands of dollars a month just by saying they like this product yeah like that is success you know like if you're if that's what you define success as making money or you know having an you know power or influence like i think that's crazy yeah because it's like changing like when i was when i was coming up there was no you're not going to college like like i was going to college whether i wanted to or not that was my next step like you mm -hmm. do it because that is what it takes to be successful and i don't think that's that's the same anymore i think we're no. i think it's still like kind of the, the the norm is to go to college or to to be expected to go to college but I don't think like I think people are pushing trade schools a lot more now I think people are you know you see these you know people's teenagers making millions of dollars from online platforms I think it's changing yeah society and the, I really like that the thing that I don't like is is that like 
especially when TikTok happened, I love that the internet is a place full of all answers, all things educational. Like you can learn how to do, like I have a friend who is um, making her own like flower, like these huge above ground flower beds. Mm -hmm. And she's literally like learning it all from YouTube or other like tutorials from people that have already done it and it's free. I mean, she has to pay for those stuff, but like she's learning it for free, like mm -hmm. something that a landscaper would do. Mm -hmm. And it, I think stuff like that is amazing. That's what our age people do, but the teenagers are just like, most of them, not all of them, but they're not putting anything out there that's like worthwhile. And mm -hmm. it worries me about what they think is cool. Mm -hmm. I hope they grow out of it. Cause I'm like, all right, the TikTok dances. I'm glad, I th they kind of settle down a little bit with that. I think that's kind of, I haven't seen a lot of them. I don't know. I, I stay, I think I kind of, like, I don't look at that kind of content. I think yeah. you and I are very, like, focused right now, so we're not seeing the stuff that's kind yeah. of bullshit. Because I don't, I don't, I waste my time with reels, don't get me wrong. If you're on my reel train, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, I think uh, you you see what you're kind of, what you Yeah, that makes sense. But um, I just, yeah, I think that it's, it's good if you can find a way to, and maybe maybe you start out by doing something stupid, mm -hmm. and then as soon as you grow up a little bit, maybe you're like, oh, like now I'm gonna talk about this, and I want to share this with you. Like I think the transgression, transgression, transition, mm. the growth mm -hmm. of like silliness into something more serious, where you're actually like helping others. Mm -hmm. it, I hope that is. I don't know if you. What comes I don't know it. if you ever watched this. I watched. Um, a personality on YouTube. Her name was Jenna Marbles. Oh my god, dude! I was okay. just thinking about her I, this morning okay. when we were on our walk. How was that even? Fucking love her, but she started with the stupid shit. I mean, she yeah. got she got popular with the what was it like? Um, no, waist. I got three looks. I got three looks. And like that's it. yeah, I, that was in my head when we were walking on the street this morning. So she that's turned so something weird. that was really stupid, and then she <laughs> like grew up with YouTube. I mean, she was one of the main people that started YouTube that got yeah. big on YouTube. Like yeah. she was one of and the her people. Little dogs. Yes, Kermit and Marbles. Uh, I fucking <laughs> sorry. I love you. Jenna Marbles. I I love her and I miss her. But I'm so happy that she decided to take a break whenever she was like, "This isn't serving me anymore. I love you guys, but I'm done." And she has. We have not seen her since. Oh. She has no online presence anymore. Oh, nice. But I watched her from her. I watched her the entire time from the beginning of YouTube all the way to when she got the the new house and she was I, with I, Julian. I, I, I was obsessed with her. I mean, okay. she. I mean, she was like a, a, a pretty big influence into my personality today. Huh. It's like because I grew up with her. I mean, I started watching her when I was ten. Like, oh my God. like I watched her from ten to twenty three. Like <laughs> for like fifteen years, I yeah. I followed her yeah. and I loved her because she grew with it. She was an influencer that like put content out there that was stupid but it was entertaining yeah. and then she started putting out stuff that was like like it, I we grew with her and I loved that I just like that uh Julian was like wasn't he just her friend that was like doing her video stuff at first I uh, know I think they were they were boyfriend girlfriend at the beginning oh I thought he started out with something and then she's like okay we're a thing I don't remember maybe yeah I don't remember anyway but I yeah, like, I just, I like love him. them. I love them very much. I love both of them. And then he, <laughs> he moved to the cooking videos and I started watching random shit. And I'm like, man, maybe I'm going to make dumplings today. I don't know. You know, like it was just like, I, I genuinely looked forward to their content every week. Huh. Um, so RIP Jenna Marbles, but, uh, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm really. happy. She, oh yeah, no, she didn't <laughs> she's die. Not, she's alive and well. <laughs> so we... 
Last heard. <laughs> yeah, I just I miss her stuff, but I'm happy for her. That's so funny. Moving on. Sorry, that was a tangent. This one's a little bit more uh, controversial. Oh, okay. We got LGBTQ plus community. TBQ, BTQ, BTQ, LGBTQ. Dude, I don't know. I'm sorry. I I don't I didn't mean to mess that up. LGBTQ, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's longer now. BQ. There's a new other letters and then a plus now. I just think. Um. Oh, I don't want to like. I just think it's very, uh, it's a, it's a trend right now. I yes. think there's definitely people that, um, fall into that community now. Like, like, oh my God, I don't know how to say this. Well, you're trying to like self-censor. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to offend anyone. <laughs> I just think that, um, it's just your opinion. I think it, it I think it waters right down the actual community that it's very trendy to be, to be that right now. I think yeah. if you're born that way, um, that's 100% your prerogative. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you're in a community that's more, um, that you're able to express yourself. But I think it's also like, there's people that just want to be a part of something that's, that's being highly accepted right now. And I think it's trendy. Yeah. I know a lot of women that literally just, uh, I don't know, in the last like five years are like either bisexual or lesbian now. And I'm like, all right, is this like, are you just late to the game or are you just trying it out? And like, Mm -hmm. I don't care, like whatever. But it it does seem like they're just hopping on board the train of like, what's Mm -hmm. cool. And, And even in high school from my kid, she told me that since middle school that like, She's like, yeah, I'm boring at school. I'm like, what? And she's like, well, I'm I'm white and I'm straight. And I'm like, oh no, <laughs> like, sorry, you were born that way. Like, what do you want me to do mm-hmm. about it? So she's she even recognizes that it's trendy because she sees kids that are just doing stuff. Yeah. And I'm just like, what the heck? My only fear is because it's so trendy, because kids want to fit in so much. You have people like like kids wanting to transition, and they they start talking about it early on. And my fear is that like if if it is just a trend, if you don't actually, because you're still like mm-hmm. brain development up until like what 21, 24? Yeah, for for guys, it's even later. It's like twenty seven, twenty eight. It's I like I don't know. It ever stops for guys. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> but my only thing is like I just hope that like you don't you're not doing you know permanent changes before you yeah. recognize like whether or not that's how you like deeply feel or if you're just getting you know, if it is trendy and you're just trying to fit in, you're trying to figure out where your place in society is. Yeah. It's hard enough already trying to figure out what you want to do with your whole life Mm -hmm. and who you want to be, let alone like your body and your sexuality. It's just crazy. When I was a teenager, I was a tomboy. Mm -hmm. I had all guy friends. I didn't date in high school. Like Mm -hmm. I don't think I had a boyfriend in high school ever. And, um, had this been the culture back then, I probably would have thought that I was supposed to be a boy just because of how I was raised, like how, I, not how I was raised, like not my parents, but like how I hung out with people, like mm-hmm. how I was. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I, and you know, like not, and, and I think that that kind of stuff takes away, like you said, it takes away from the people that are actually in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It really pisses me off that the government is allowing children to do it without parental consent or that like. Like, both parents, if you have custody, should uh, have a say. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to join the military before 18 without both my parents being divorced. They both had custody. They both had to sign my name that they could, I could go. I went when I was 17. Mm-hmm. Like, why is it that I can go fight and die for the country only with parent permission, but I can change my body? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. You can't buy um, alcohol or... <laughs> 
<laughs> like you like there's age limits for a reason because like of the mental development so yeah um it is really it's trendy yeah um bringing it down electric cars how do we feel over or underrated overrated i love them I think it's really cool alternative. Uh, I don't see how functional it would be in just because it's so new. Like you think about like driving a Tesla like across country. It's like how you you couldn't like mm -hmm. I want I want a, a vehicle that can take me anywhere. But I do think they're really fucking cool. I think it's cool that the technology exists. Like, but I yeah. don't want one. I want one, but I don't want that to be my only. Yeah. You know. No, I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't like, it's too much tech. I'm glad that we have power windows now, okay? And I'm glad okay. I don't have to unlock my car door with a key anymore. Oh <laughs> but I just, that one's just too far for me. Um, alternative education, over underrated. Underrated. Yeah. I'm, uh, I was talking to someone last week and they're like, are you gonna like, they were asking me if I was doing any kind of, uh, further education I'm like yep I'm actually in two courses right now and they're like oh you are and I was like yeah I'm like simultaneously I'm taking I'm like always doing something um some of them I pay for some I find free mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah I'm learning online because that's what I have available to me and then I also if you want to take it to homeschool like at a younger age I fully support that if I were to have a kid right now I would, I would homeschool them. I think it's crazy, the switch. Like, homeschool is so much more accepted now. When I think of homeschool, I still think of the weird horse kids that, you know, like, were, like, super antisocial. That makes sense like, why I like it. You know, like, <laughs> like, I, like you, you think, like, I, don't, I can think of, like, three people that were homeschooled. Like, they were on my swim team in the summer, but I thought they were so weird because I'm like, you don't go to school. Like, I was like, to me, that was so weird, but it's so much more, like, there's so many different, especially yeah. with, you know, how everybody was sent home for a year and they had to do, like, schooling online. Like, it's so much more accepted to be, like, for the parents to take, because that's my thing is, yes, I think traditional school is awesome for learning stuff and, like, learning social skills, but I think that learning should not only be at school. I feel like parents yeah. drop their kids off and they're like, okay, learn who you're going to be. And yeah. Like, this, this, the teaching stops there. When they come home, yeah. they're not continually being taught by their parents. Like, I think that's fucked up. The schools are molding the generations. And I don't really that's like that good. because I don't no. agree with the curriculum in schools right now. I don't agree with what people are being taught. Like, you don't know how to balance checkbooks. You don't know how to do it. Like, yeah. like, I literally, in the past, taught my boyfriend how to write a check because he didn't know how to. And I'm like, you have a college degree. How do yeah. you not know how to write a check? You know, like, yeah. there's just not, like, stuff isn't being taught. Like, there's so many things that I didn't know. I went to, um, I had a job I worked um, for when I was, I had just moved to Tampa, and, and I didn't know what an insurance premium was. Like, I just didn't know. Like, I was, I was what, like, 22? Like, I didn't know. And, uh, and, and so my boss was talking to me this, about this. She was like, and this will be, you know, like, as long as you're comfortable with this, this will be your premium. And I'm like, what's a premium like I literally said it like that I was like what's a premium and she was like oh honey and I was like <laughs> I was like oh my god I'm oh, a baby honey. but like that's the thing it's like you the, like stuff is just not taught and I think if yeah, parents took that I don't, should be parents not schools no 100 percent. that's but, what I'm saying I just don't think too I think school is expected to be too much right now yeah I think uh it's also hard from this from a parent perspective that like there's stuff that I am like, oh, this kid needs to know this, but it's not uh, relevant yet to mm -hmm. her. That It's like, maybe I'll talk to her once about it, but um, it's more so like, hey, you're, 
you're gonna once she gets closer to 18 and like moving out mm -hmm. i will definitely be having more conversations about like actual life but like right now it's like i don't want her thinking about it but mm -hmm. it's like how do you, there's so much to tell someone before mm -hmm. they are an adult it's like yeah uh, it's overwhelming and so yeah you know it does suck like i think homeschooling nowadays is more of a social status of like you are lucky if you can afford to mm -hmm. or have a, a parent that is not working or if a working parent is able to have the energy and time and money to not send their kids. Mm -hmm. I think it's a luxury. It's not so much as like, because before it seemed like, I don't know, like the weird kids. Yeah. Like It was like, why would you do that? I but now it it's so like, weird. yeah, I know kids that have been homeschooling. Um, forever and they're they're so much more knowledgeable about mm -hmm. just life in general and, and they know how to learn yeah they know how to learn um they know how to work usually a lot younger and um they just they have a lot of life skills early on yeah i don't know mm. so kind of on the same note like school from home how do you feel about the it's really trendy now to work from home overrated I like the option. So, like, I'm so, like, gray in a lot of these. Like, I like the option to work from home because, like, like we were talking about earlier, I was like, I feel like working from home is little de literal definition of this could have been an email. You know, like, you recognize that there was, like, so many meetings that you were part of that literally could have been an email. Like, it was a waste of time that you don't have to be even present, like, physically present for. But I feel like working from home now kind of detracts from the quality of the work getting mm -hmm. done. 100%. <laughs> I'm, they could literally be day drinking yeah. or like wa walking a dog or like having another conversation or no I have so many people that come to sessions with me yeah. because they're like oh it's fine I'm working from home today and I was like okay but that's still time theft that's still like you're not working when you're with me like I'm I'm actively working on you for an hour yeah. but you're not getting any work it's done but, you're, but, yeah. your, but your boss <laughs> thinks that you're at work um I don't like it because I think that our society just tend... I'm all for, like, working smarter than harder, mm -hmm. but also, like, anything that we're doing to make us lazier as a society, I don't think is good. And so, like, I think that for certain people... Like, for example, you do uh, online training. Mm -hmm. I think that's, like, that's technically working from home mm -hmm. because you're doing work from home, but... That's not because you're lazy. It's because you don't need to go in for it. Mm -hmm. And now I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, like, I don't need to go in for my job. But it started that way. Yeah. I hate and that people feel like... It just changed because of the pandemic. They get mad that they do have to go into the work. I have one of my like closest friends. He doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. Call um, him out. <laughs> and he's just like, man, I get so fucking pissed I had to go into work today. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, I'm going to talk to my manager. And like, I'm not, I'm not going to go in anymore. And I was just like, you... It's your job. It's your job. You, it's used, like... you used to go in every day, but you have to go in like once every two weeks now and you're fucking pissed. <laughs> it's like, weird. It's weird. I don't know. I don't like that it changed... I like that it opened up some like doors and some I, I'm glad that things are growing and, and adjusting mm -hmm. but like having uh, us sit here and conversate is way different spitballing ideas back and forth and mm -hmm. getting like you know our minds together versus doing it um, over email mm -hmm. over a zoom call that takes like, the personality out it's, of it it's and you're not connecting with people mm -mm. that's probably my biggest 
thing about it is I think that people got used to isolating mm-hmm. and I don't like that it's now the like the cool thing to do is to be alone. Like should we be able to be by ourselves? Sure. But, but I think we're stronger as a pack. We and are. I feel like we're we're being forced to be I, I feel like we're weaker alone and so that's why you know Ooh, big, big, big controversial shit but i feel like <laughs> like we're not supposed to be by ourselves so like we're, we're way stronger together so i'll just leave it at that yeah i'll leave it yeah it took me a long time to kind of realize that i was a very independent person and once i realized that like i need to lean on people mm-hmm. um not even just for things i need but like as support mm-hmm. um we are uh, yeah it makes me stronger and everyone else uh, is better for it. See, I'm a, so. I'm a very gregarious person. Like I, I can be alone, like you said, but I don't, if I have the option to spend an hour by myself or an hour with somebody else, I will pick somebody else 98% of the time. Yeah. I'm a very like people person, but I'm, I, I'm not an introvert though. I'm 100. Like I, the, the, the quarantine fucked me. Like uh, I hated that it shit. It depends on what you're doing when you're alone. Are you sitting there watching Netflix for hours and scrolling on social media, not living your life? Or mm-hmm. are you at home reading books, learning, taking online courses, going on walks, exercising, cooking food, learning new things, uh, meditating, journaling? Are you doing things that are making you a better person when you're alone? Or are you just fucking pretending you don't have a life? I feel like I... I, I say that I like to be with people because I'm more myself when I am with people. Like when I'm alone, it's easier for me to fall into patterns that are unproductive for yeah. like all that stuff. Like, cause you're right. Like I'm just going to sit around and like bullshit sometimes when I'm alone. But when I'm with people, I'm like, oh, fucking I'm amped. And there's a time and place, don't get me wrong, to like zone out and just yeah. watch TV or whatever. But if that's all you're doing when you're alone and you're choosing to do that over connecting with people, I don't, I don't think that's healthy for humans. Mm-mm. I don't think that's what we're supposed to be doing on this earth. Mm. All right, over underrated, uh, anxiety and depression. Oh God! <laughs> I think, okay, I want to preface this with I believe fully in mental health, and I fully believe in anxiety and depression, and like I believe all of it. But I also think it's very trendy to blame things on your anxiety or to mm-hmm. use that as as an excuse to not do something. Oh yeah. Uh, so, I just saw this speaker he was asking a guy in the audience a question and i don't know his name so don't ask me um he said i am this is the this is the guest he said i am diagnosed with anxiety and and then the guy was like well what do they tell you to do for it and he's like well i take medication and i'm supposed to um try and relax more and sleep more and eat better and the guy was like, okay. And he looks around this full ass room. It's an auditorium full of people. And he says, um, cause he was talking about how he can't find out how to like stay focused on things when he's working or at home. Mm-hmm. He just seems very distracted and all over the place. And so he said, how many of you raise your hand if you feel the same way, but have not been clinically diagnosed with anxiety almost everybody raised their hand. And I was just like, that is the fucking point that I don't like it is because yes, some people have it in a more extreme way. And sure, there are things that they should be doing, but like, I think humans feel like that. And that's what he said. He said, that's the human experience. Like we're gonna fucking feel off, especially now. 
Yeah. We're distracted by so many things. We've talked about that before. But I'm just like, dude, you're not the only one that feels like you can't focus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and I also feel like he's distracted because I've noticed this on myself. It's like when I feel distracted, I'm like, okay, what am I doing? Like, what am I actively trying to work on? And it's like, okay, why do I not want to focus on this? Like, because when I'm yeah. really passionate about something, you can't make me think about something else. Like, yeah. like I'm obsessed with so many things. And like, if I'm working on that thing, like good luck pulling me off of it, yeah. you know? And so it's like, okay, maybe you're distracted because you're not actually living your life to its purpose. Maybe you're not doing stuff that actually is fulfilling to you. Yeah. You know? And, and like, so you dig deeper on it and you find out why. Yeah. And I'm saying like, you're not always going to do stuff that you want to do, but like, don't just put, throw a pill at it and say that you're broken because yeah. it's not, you know, coming easy to you. Yeah. Life is supposed to be hard. Yeah. Like not all the time, but it's, it's supposed to be hard and challenging to push mm-hmm. you to be your best version of you. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm, I'm very anti pills for uh, a solution. Mm-hmm. I don't even care if that was my only solution. I would be, if I got diagnosed with something and they're like, you need to take a pill every day. I'd be like, where are the hippies at? I'm mm-hmm. going to go find something else. I think I- holistic <laughs> medicine should be destigmatized. Underrated. It is so 100%. underrated. I am, we're, we're foo-foo, but like I fee, see so much benefit in finding like a natural way to fix something. Tell them about the crystals. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's so, not. Tell them. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on, how about fake eyelashes? Overrated. Oh my God. Not so I don't even like how they look. Okay, so I'm talking, I'm not talking about like glue on lashes. I'm talking about getting your eyelashes done, like eyelash extensions. It is so trendy right now to get your eyelashes done. It has I got, been for like five years. Yeah, yeah. I got asked the other week why I don't get mine done. Like, like, like kind of judged. Like I was oh. like, like, I don't like, I, one, that is way too much maintenance. I don't have, I don't yeah. have time every, how, how often do you have to get them done? Like, uh, like I think it's every like three, four weeks. Every three, it's, four weeks. Yeah. You know, maybe you can stretch it a lot, but it's at least once a month. And it's like. What, for uh, I think the first time you get done, it's over a hundred dollars, and then every like fill you get is like what sixty 80, to eighty dollars, yeah. and it takes what forty five minutes to an hour uh, to an hour. Yeah, no. And and my thing is, it's I don't even like how they look. Like I like like they're so spiders crawling out of your eyes. <laughs> like some people go natural, some people go dramatic, and like however you want to look, however it makes you feel beautiful, great, go for it. But like I think it's overrated. I think that natural beauty is underrated. And yeah. I want people to feel more comfortable. Like I have a girl, like I, I train her and uh and she was like, oh please don't look at me today my eyelashes. She was like I couldn't even leave the house this weekend because like this. And I was just like I don't even notice your eyelash. Like I'm like you yeah. look. You look the same to me. Like I know. I know you feel like that, but like I don't want to do anything to my body that I feel like I, if I don't have it, I'm less. <laughs> like yeah, I I mean I love the way that women. I'm not very good with makeup, but like I've I've gotten the um, fake eyelashes, like the actual I've extensions. Um, I got it done once for a vacation for a wedding. Mm-hmm. I went to Mexico and I was like, this would be just convenient because then I don't have to put on mascara mm-hmm. or not have to, but then I won't need mm-hmm. to feel like I want to put on makeup every day and I'll just have it done. Mm-hmm. And I had it filled once when I got home and then I was like, all right, I'm over it. Yeah. Like I'm done. And other than that, it's like for if I'm in a wedding or like somewhere really fancy, I'll have the glue on ones mm-hmm. put on for like a day or two. Yeah. And they feel really nice. No, I, I like it. I mean, I don't want to hate my face when I'm not wearing them. Exactly. 
And uh, I, uh, so like, I, we were talking about this as a potential topic to talk about on this one. And I was just like, you know, kind of shit talking. I was like, you know, like, I, I like that we can live, wear our uh, natural faces, blink, blink, blink. And then we were, we're setting up to record and I'm like, all right, I'm going to throw some mascara on. Like, I literally was like, <laughs> and I was like, I know we just talked about this because I don't need it. Like I can walk out, I can record, I can do a bunch of shit with out makeup on. But I do like it. I do like that it makes me feel better. I just yeah. don't want the reliance on it. You know what's funny? Is what? you look the exact same. I look the exact same. <laughs> no, I do. I literally just put one layer of mascara on and it was just, I think it was more like the ritual of doing it made me sure. feel like I was more put you together. No judgment, man. But I, I even recognized like as yeah. I was actively being like, you shouldn't need this. I was like, but I'm a head out anyway. You know, like I'm going to do it yeah. anyway. And it's like... It's just, know. it sucks because it's, it's women, women feeling like they need to do, um, more, you know, like the, uh, having big glutes, having a slim waist, having big boobs. Oh my God. We should talk about body trends on another, yeah. that's a whole nother podcast. Um, having like, you know, I know women that have cut their hair, hated it and then immediately got hair extensions um, the lashes, the lip filler, the Botox. Botox is so trendy. I'm like, women just feel like they need to do it all to like, and, and it's, I know a lot of women that also are very natural and I'm glad that that's also kind of trending. Mm -hmm. I wish it was more. Mm -hmm. Um, men compliment women when they are not wearing makeup. Please. Yeah. Please do it. I think that would help. I think it would. Because, not that you, people should need it, but it does help. Well, you know what you know how people react when like because i i would never like i don't, like i'm not wearing makeup now mm -hmm. i would um if i was wearing a hat i'd go to the gym without makeup on <laughs> but i would probably put makeup on and i don't wear a lot of, i i just do mascara mm -hmm. and my eyebrows are a little darker that's it i don't wear face stuff mm -hmm. um but um i just like people when i would go to work and not have those things Oh, you look tired. Yeah, you tired? <laughs> like, well, you look different today. What's oh. what's wrong on? Are you okay? You, you know. change your hair? I'm like, I'm just not wearing makeup, dude. Like, yeah. I don't even wear that much. For the women that wear a lot more, mm -hmm. like, I can't imagine the response that you get when you go out without it. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I that can't feel good when people are like, oh, what's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm also very, like, low. I can't have something that, like, is high maintenance. I can't. Just yeah. for my own lifestyle, because I sweat so much. Like I'm in like an active setting. Like, <laughs> like if I had to like put my like fix my makeup in between every client, like I'm oh like I'm God. like I would no. It's stressful. All right, moving on. Uh, sushi. Ew. I love sushi. I hate it. But I think uh, I think it's overrated. Mm. I do. I love it. But I mean, I have to have like seven rolls to feel satisfied, and it's like at that point, it's not even health food. It's like eating fuck ton of carbs. <laughs> I think that I like the idea of meat and rice. So if you liked raw meat, then it would be great. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I like that it makes people go out to eat together. Mm -hmm. It's like a fun outing. I'll go and watch you guys eat sushi and I'll have just have sake. 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 Uh, <laughs> Instacart and Uber Eats. Oh, overrated. Yeah. It's back to the laziness factor. Yeah. If you have a reason to use it, if you have a disability, um, the only time I've ever used, I've never used Uber Eats ever in my life. I have. Um, I know people that use it daily. Oh, yeah. 
Um, I'm like, dude, you are so lazy. Like, go to the fucking grocery store and cook yourself some food. I recognize, I like that it, the convenience of it. I like, like, to use it, like, in a pinch. I like that sure. it's, like, an option cool to be exists. there. Yeah. Um, and I do, I have a friend that uses it um, because they're like, if I just order my stuff online and then pick it up, I don't have to walk in and see the temptations. Hmm. I I do like that because she recognizes that, it's harder to yeah. make those choices in person, and sure. so she doesn't give herself that option. So I do That's like a cool that. Idea. I do like that. It's not why most people use it, though. No, no. <laughs> ah, but I, the I think it is. I think it is very. Um, it's very trendy, though. And yeah. I'm glad that, like, I think it, we're just trying to become like a contactless society, though. Yeah, like, I know. I started with self checkout in grocery stores. Uh huh. It's like, oh, I don't want to like. I hate self-checkout. That's another thing. It's like, I don't want, yeah. I, I like it for the convenience if I have like two things, but like sure. if I have a full like cart of stuff yeah. and I'm buying it, like you can, you can put it in bags for me. Like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> well, cause like some stores like don't have anything, but during like certain hours or whatever, they don't have anything but self-checkout. And you're yeah. like, okay. Like, do you not have employees? Like, yeah. where, where are we at here? <laughs> at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. God. <laughs> All right. The last one we have on this list is uh, therapy destigmatized. Mm. I think it's really trendy to talk about therapy right now. I was watching Reels the other day and it was multiple, but like on one, it was like this, like, like NBA player talking about like, oh, well, I was talking to my therapist last week and blink, 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 blink. And I really liked that mental health as a topic can be talked about without being like, Ooh, you know, like, cause yeah. I, I remember like, yeah, people used to think you're crazy. You, you were like checked in a hospital. Yes. Yeah. They would be like, Oh, you're talking about therapy. You're not supposed to talk about that. That's not, you keep quiet. You know? And it's yeah. like, I love that. Like people can talk about these methods that they're learning. Like there was this, um, I think it's called Stutz or something on Netflix. It's, um, Jonah Hill's new podcast. And it's literally him interviewing his therapist and mm -hmm. trying to teach tools that he learned in therapy. And at the end of the thing, I'm not giving up given away anything if you want to watch it but at the end of it he was like i made this documentary because i recognize that not everybody can afford therapy but it has benefited me this much and i wanted to give it to you in a platform that maybe yeah. if you couldn't afford it like maybe these tools can help you because they've helped me nice and i really like that like it is that like i've seen that shift especially like, for men coming recently. from men yeah that's good especially like someone like a professional athlete and yeah. uh an actor that people would look up to yeah um, i think it's awesome that people like feel comfortable talking about that now yeah the only thing i'm i'm happy for that the only downside is i think that for me that i see is just the over analyzing that everything is a problem like sometimes just sometimes you just have a shitty day it doesn't mean you're depressed mm -hmm. it just means it's just life yeah. just just a part i think that sometimes we just overthink and analyze things mm -hmm. and but i think it's important to if you don't go to therapy to at least have a, a friend Mm -hmm. just to just talk about things with and when you go off on that negativeness before you go back Somebody to being by yourself out. that someone's like no we're not going negative like you can bitch for five minutes and then we're going to talk about tomorrow and what tomorrow brings you mm -hmm. know and like keep it positive and like just be an ear or whatever mm -hmm. i think that's good yeah but um and, you know i was actually told this when i was um uh i think i was at the trail ride competition mm -hmm. riding a horse mm. and I was like you know what um the horse isn't settling and like am I doing something wrong like and I'm just like trying to like fine-tune and do this stuff and she's like you know what she's like I think you're giving too much attention to all these little things she's like just chill just ride the horse and just ride <laughs> and I was like 
well, yeah, but I'm trying to be better. Like, I want to make, I want to fix it. I want to like, da, da, da. and she's like, it takes time. Like, mm-hmm. your horse needs to trust you. It's a new environment for both of you. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be comfortable at first, mm-hmm. you know. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's it. Just mm-hmm. chill, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. And in like an hour at the at the event, I mean, the horse was chill. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, all right. Like, I don't need to try and control and manipulate everything to do what I want it to do. Mm-hmm. And I think that's with our minds too. Like I think that we like, Oh, I feel sad today. And we make it something more, not always, obviously there, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's the only downside to that. But I definitely think therapy is underrated, especially mm-hmm. for men. I, I want men to realize that, especially like relationship wise, mm-hmm. if you're not talking to your partner about stuff, you should definitely go talk to your partner with a therapist because if y'all ain't talking, mm-hmm. that's not good. Uh, I don't was I don't know if it was you. you it, like somebody sent me a reel on Instagram, and it was talking about um, childhood trauma and working through that with um, therapy and working through that with your parents. Like if you have the uh, maybe it wasn't you. So right. like it was this it was this video, and it was like I have a problem with people saying you know like if you feel traumatized from so, something that your parents did, you should that's like you're an adult now. Like you should get over that. You know. Yeah. Like don't carry that forever. Don't carry that forever. And yeah. it was like she she was like all right I recognize that you're saying that, but um, at the same time like the, only with parents do we do we give that grace. You know you were like um you you don't like talk about like a relationship with a person and, and how much they traumatize you and be like oh well that relationship's over now so that's just your thing to bear you know like you don't do that and you'd be like well parents are doing the best that they could and it's like oh you can recognize that but at the same time like that doesn't mean that you just have to get over the trauma that they put you through like like I, I don't know how you feel about that topic and I don't know why that I just wanted to bring that up but like I just I think that um I don't know where I was going with that um Overanalyzing yeah. like things and carrying things forward, I yeah. think is where you were going with it. Um, I I think it is our responsibility, kind of like you were talking about with with hanger. Mm-hmm. Like we all have baggage, so mm-hmm. to speak, of like things that happen to us and stories we tell ourselves, and it is our responsibility if we want to be happy to mm-hmm. work through them. And the the problem is, is that no one's taught how to do that. Yeah. So I think that's where therapy is key. Yeah. Or talking it out in general with someone, um, with a friend, if that's all you have, I think it's key. Yeah. Because I just thought it was just an interesting perspective because I do notice that like, um, like parents are giving grace there where like other people like in traumatizing relationships aren't, you know, like you would never be like, like if you were in an abusive relationship, you would never be like, Oh, well that's not the abuser's fault. That's something you need to get over, you know? Yeah. I hear what you're saying. Because, like, parents were adults, too. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, the, you're, yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel. I don't know why I brought that up. Just, you know, like, as a, you know, an interesting little tidbit to think about. I don't know. I think that one thing that I've noticed is, I've noticed this with my friends. Um, for example, I know someone who has gone on a few dates with people mm-hmm. and, she says that they all seem to be very similar. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, yeah, we, we, I think we try, we tend to attract similar minded people and like certain types we have, whether it's a physical type or personality type. Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean they're all the same, mm-hmm. but like we make a lot of assumptions about people mm-hmm. and we put them into these boxes and 
we don't give them as much grace as we would ourselves mm-hmm. or our friends. Mm-hmm. We like hold these high standards for mm-hmm. someone that we're going to date or mm-hmm. marry, which you should have mm-hmm. standards. But uh, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think definitely we should allow people to have their own human experience, their own issues and Mm -hmm. to i think honestly bottom line communication is the like the best thing whatever kind of communication you got Mm -hmm. like i think that needs to be implemented for everybody yeah people just need to talk more and the problem with half the shit on this list is it's encouraging people to talk less yeah which is why i hate it (laughs) (laughs) boom (laughs) fuck you almond milk (laughs) (laughs) fucking almond almonds on as bad as soy milk oh yeah i don't i don't agree with soy i I don't think it's very good for you i think it you know, cancer inducing, it's fine. But cancer. I think cancer. Ev- I think everything induces cancer, so that's probably true. Yeah, that microphone in your mouth right now. Oh god damn. I'm it. just kidding. <laughs> I'm probably I'm gonna lick it. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. yeah. So we talked about a lot today, but I think it was I think it was a good change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. If you have anything you would like our opinion on, let us know. Uh, podcast over or underrated. <laughs> <laughs> We were supposed to keep this one light, and then it got deep. <laughs> I uh, mean, you know. It is what it is. That's just who we are. We're, you know. Yeah, we're not surface-level people, so we don't talk about surface-level <laughs> things. Unless it's milk. Unless it's milk. Then I want to imagine like a little like um like a like a milking system on nuts. I, I just like that's what goes in my head. I know that I know how to make. I've made my own almond milk. Please don't think I actually think that they have udders, but Ew. um I think that's hilarious. You just like crush it and stir it. Oh, so you put it in like you know, like the cheesecloths, right? You put the oh. the almonds in there with the water and like whatever uh, additives it. that you want to do, and you like crush it up, and like squeeze then it. you pull the cheesecloth out and squeeze all that comes with it, and that's what makes the almond milk. It's like basically like almond extract type shit. It's and then like, what do they put in it? It's not straight almond milk. They like substitute it with stuff, don't they? That would be a lot of. That'd be like thick and creamy, wouldn't it? Mm-mm. Because you strain out, like, the thick stuff. Hmm. We'll make it. We're going to make a reel Ew. of us making almond milk and Commit. Anna loving it. No. I did not sign Committed. up for this. Committed. <laughs> it's all right. She's too busy. She'll forget. I won't. <laughs> all right, guys. Go out and do some hard shit this week. And we will see you next time. Yeah. We're going to post this Monday morning at 6 a.m. Because we're fucking sharks. And sharks don't give a damn that it's Monday. That's right.